Welcome back to 5 Degrees Off Normal, Dog Days of Podcasting, Episode 3, Manchester United 2. And I just had a really strange realization. I've been doing this podcast for about a year, give or take. But in doing the Dog Days of Podcasting, this is probably my first introduction to you guys. So you're probably wondering where the hell did 5 Degrees Off Normal come from? I can explain, but I'm going to have to explain something else first, so this kind of makes sense. I don't know if any of you guys have heard about the Uncanny Valley. It's usually used in robotics, and it's that point where something ceases to be a robot-looking kind of human to a human that doesn't look right. You know, when you get those really weird androids that they're almost human, but there's something not quite right, and it freaks you the hell out? That's the uncanny valley, you know, that kind of like, eh, that feels weird. Okay, good. I've set that up. Here's the thing. For lack of a better term, my brain lives there. My brain lives inside the uncanny valley. You see, I have copper toxicity and a plethora of other medical conditions. And they combine to pretty much make me look a little weird to the outside. And I am being on the inside of a weirdness thing, kind of like almost a weirdness event horizon, looking out. So how I perceive the world and how the world perceives me can be considered five degrees off normal. It's not really, really wackadoo normal where it really comes in and is kind of in your face that it's off. It's subtle. It's kind of insidious. And well, quite frankly, it's kind of lonely and isolating. I don't see the world quite right, and the world doesn't look at me as being quite right either. I'm five degrees off normal. And if you think about it, it's actually, it's a really, really cool concept for a horror game. And I'll be honest, a lot of really good horror movies and video games and stories take advantage of that, hey, something's not quite right, and that unnerving feeling. But in the real world, it really sucks. I don't want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable. And a lot of other stuff that is normal to almost everyone else is a little bit weird and off-putting for me. And the worst part about all of this is I didn't used to be like this. Way back in the day, I was... Well, damn, I used to be amazing. You know, I'm a 16-year classically trained pianist. I took lessons at the Peabody Prep. I had a phenomenal mind for puzzles. I had a phenomenal mind for kind of looking at something and seeing how it's going to fail. I was gregarious and fun and joyful. And then I started getting sick. I guess it all kind of started initially. I mean, the real big downward spiral happened when I had my thyroid out. Uh, Got a little over a decade ago. Say hello to the start of the spiral of, oh god, this sucks so fucking hard. So pretty much what happened is my sleep started getting screwed up, my digestion started shutting down, and my brain really started to fog up. I swear to god, it's like somebody packed my thought processes in cotton. And worse is my memory started going Swiss cheese. Like I would look at photos and I wouldn't remember being there. Simply put, it sucks. So a couple years ago, through some wonderful stroke of luck, we found out that my copper was really, really high. And I did some research, and guess what the symptoms of copper toxicity were? Pretty much a lot of the shit that I experienced. So we started to try and fix it. Unfortunately, the standard non-nuke-it-from-orbit treatments aren't working, 
And the nuke it from orbit treatments have some really, really nasty side effects, some of the worst of which are death, liver transplant, lupus, and quite frankly, I don't really want to think about how worse this thing can go. So after the non-kick-it-in-the-balls treatments aren't working, I'm getting sent to Hopkins, and they're telling me, um, you're not copper toxic, at least not in the standard sense. Turns out the copper toxicity is a symptom of yet another problem. Best way to describe it is that I have all the negative effects of copper toxicity without having the copper toxicity quote-unquote disease, like Wilson's or something like that, or eating pennies. Pretty much the high copper is a side effect of another problem or a possible side effect of another problem. And quite frankly, I'm getting kind of tired of going down the rabbit hole on this. But nevertheless, I shall persevere because quite frankly, it pisses my enemies off. And well, if I'm not happy, nobody's happy. And if my enemies are pissed off, I'll take it as a bonus. But there is some hope on the horizon. I'm going to be heading out to a doctor at Johns Hopkins University. And hopefully I'm going to get some new tests and get some better news. And after I give him the update, we might be able to have a decent way forward or at least a way to start combating this rather than this stupid fucking palliative bullshit I've been having to deal with for God years. Fuck palliative. Kill this thing. And as a positive, it looks like this, well, this this treatment we're trying right now might be doing something. There have been some side effects, but. Uh, they're different than the old side effects, so I'll take them. So listen, look, it's it's not the end of the world for me, and I'm still existing, and I'm still fighting, and it's tough. It really is tough to just not throw everything up in the air and say, fuck it, I'm done. Just give me all the, hmm, give me all the crack and rum, and give me some horchata, and give me a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue, and say, fuck all this stuff. But I'll be honest, I'm lucky I have a wonderful husband and some wonderful friends who pretty much give me the, no, you're not giving up, smack, 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 a la Italia. And you know, we've been trying to figure out what the hell's been wrong with me for over 17 years. And only now are we starting to maybe get a peek into what the hell is wrong. Look, all I'm saying is I know there's a bunch of you out there that have chronic issues, that have chronic disorders, that sometimes don't even know what the hell is wrong. About 11 years ago, when things really started to hit the skids, it took a long time for the doctors to figure out what the hell was wrong. And going around to different types of doctors, bouncing around from different diagnoses, and it was a stroke of luck. I happened upon a neurologist who had seen copper toxicity before. Look, all I'm saying is it sucks, it's tiring, and I know it's hard to fight, but look, medicine is a part of science, and science is awesome, okay? And science is going really, really, really fast into the future. So don't give up searching and don't give up fighting. Look, if we don't have flying cars, the least we can do is have better medical discoveries, I guess, and better ways of treatment. So you know what? Decent trade. I'll take getting better over a flying car. But I am not giving up on jetpacks. God damn it. So here it is. For future, for science, for getting better, and for jetpacks. All right. This is Jules Watts. I love you guys. Keep fighting. And I'm standing right there with you.